Okay, welcome to intern episode 15. Tentative 15. No. Yeah. No. Assertive 15. Assertive 15. Right <laughs> or wrong. It's it's okay. Okay. okay, let's play a game. Uh, question is, um, what's the best use of the number seven? <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> should, should, we, should we introduce the fact that we have a new intern who no, has no we'll idea what's going on? Okay, all right, hold on. Oh, yeah, so, okay, I will, we will explain the rules. Okay. Uh, we're basically going to tell a story, one okay. word at a time, mm. taking turns, and I guess we're going to go this way around. So I'm going to say the... Number seven. Is. The. Best number. Because. It. Is. Really. Practical. And. Very. Pretty. <laughs> seven. Is. Also. Cool. Because it's a number <laughs> that <laughs> all the bad words divides that divides into cool decimal points. Full stop. Full, full stop. <laughs> all right, you can tell we haven't done that for it's a been while. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has been a while. So I was going to do the singing one, but I think uh, yeah. All right, let's just get on with it, cause, 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 cause. Anyway, all right, who's here? Who all right, Keaton's here. Daniel's here. Savannah's here. Charlene's here. Okay, Charlene is new to the podcast. Hi. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, so I just arrived three weeks ago, and I'm interning here part time. It's been great. I love it. Um, and yeah, I've grew, I grew up. I grew up in Hong Kong, and uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Okay. <laughs> And, and where were you just before being in Hong Kong? Uh, I was in the UK. I was doing. My, I was finishing my uh, bachelor's degree in Leeds, and um, I have a degree in marketing now, so uh, people can hire me like for a legit job. Excellent. Okay. Uh, so, um, in the interim, what have you guys been doing? In the last. Five, four weeks? <laughs> well, let's, okay, so... Since the last episode. Once upon a time, in a galaxy far, far away, there, there were some projects that you were working on. Yes. yes. Uh, and I think last episode, there was some discussion of what they were going to be and how yes. they yes. were going to go. Yes. So, let's see how we feel about them now that they're out in the world. Right, so... Uh, do you want to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, I don't mind. I believe okay. you're in the process of going yeah. first. Okay, I will go first. Uh, so my idea was a music video for a woman who consulted her emotions through her bowl of fruit. And that was a very interesting shoot. <laughs> it was very, like, as soon as you start doing all these things and with all these concepts, you start to realize problems. And it's just troubleshooting. But um, I think last time we were talking about to make sure like uh, plan your shoot before you actually go properly extensively and all that so this one was a lot easier I think than the other ATV videos that I've done so okay what because of planning yeah just planning and general storyboards and you know I mean it was significantly more ambitious than the other ones you've done as well yes I mean, that's also stop true motion you did some sort of fake stop motion as well right mm -hmm. like, um, and you, you, you're, let's uh, say, in the end, what I thought you were describing initially was sort of funny, mm -hmm. and then what I, and then, and then, and I was teasing you about, oh yeah, but it always, you know, all mm -hmm. your things end up with, at least start with a woman 
throwing herself on the bed and <laughs> consulting the phone about her missing boyfriend. Um, but uh, it was actually, what would I say? I found it, it was more kind of uh, art school disturbing than, than, than hilariously funny. Would you say? <laughs> I, I didn't really try and get some comedic factor in it. I just wanted to be very amusing and lighthearted. Um, with that element of being really weird. Yeah. I think the weird is what, what made it. <laughs> the yeah, because like yeah. the, the acting, she was like crying, but then like I wasn't sure if she was laughing or crying. Yeah. Just, also, so. that was the one thing was um, trying to, because whenever say in college, the people I worked with were you know film students, so they'd have a little bit of acting background, but with this, it's like really trying to. Um, kind of teach someone how to act even though they've never acted right. before yeah. so that was also one of the challenges I had to face yeah. with this so okay. you did a good job thanks mm -hmm. honey <laughs> I mean it was I guess it was the fruit that I found weirder than anything else <laughs> what did you not it's not I'm not uh, no, that, none of this is right, not okay. this yeah. is all just this is not as I say uh, it, 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 it was very different from what I thought it, but mm -hmm. it was a really strong vision and tone Okay, um, but it was like the, the, yeah, the kind of paper cutout faces was sort of a, uh, what, what's the word? They're, I mean, they're a bit more kind of scary, really, than, than <laughs> I, I'd kind of been imagining with big friendly Google eyes and, and kind of, whereas sort of bits of slightly torn paper would, okay. if, uh -huh. uh, it, it, you know, a little bit closer to eraser head than um, uh, do, you know, right. do you know what I mean? I think so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's that's strong, but, uh, <laughs> you know, um, I mean, was, was it, did, as a look and feel, was it what you were going for? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was. So, I did, I did not think that they were scary at all. I, I quite, you know, quite <laughs> fell in love with them a little bit. No, no, the, the, that was almost the thing. It's that kind of, uh, oh, uh. It's it's like when cartoons are sort of overly realistic or something. Maybe an uncanny oh, valley thing. Okay, uncanny are we were talking about this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, about like, um, could you explain? Yeah, just I was explaining to them about the uncanny the uncanny valley and how okay. it, like how it kind of works and how okay, there are well, some things that are unnerving, some things that are not. Okay. Instant film school. Describe Uncanny Valley. <laughs> so from my understanding and from my readings of the Uncanny Valley, so you picture a graph and on the far left and on the far right are kind of where we as humans are most comfortable. So on the far left would be things that we can completely disassociate from human faces or things that are human-like. So like a dog, for example, is, is cute, it's friendly, you know, we can disassociate that. That's not unfamiliar. Or, or an apple or a fruit. And on the far right is... Other, other people, human faces, things that we recognize, things that we're familiar with. But when you get towards the middle, it's like a bell curve comes up in the center and that's your uncanny valley. So things that kind of blur the lines between familiar human faces, but also unfamiliar things. So that's why porcelain dolls, for example, clowns are scary. Um, in this situation, I assume Daniel's talking about the fact that the fruit have faces and eyes and have emotions when we as humans recognize that as not part of our reality there's something uncanny about it that's why Chucky from 
from Child's Play so scary because it's yeah, a doll. Slenderman. It's a kill. Uh, yeah, Slenderman yeah. is scary like, because they're just human enough for us to feel yeah. some type of way about it, yeah. but not human enough for us to feel comfortable about yeah. it. I, I originally heard about it in terms of uh, video games, right? Mm. Video games, they kind of increasingly try to have realistic things. So, and of course, if it was 100% realistic, it would just look like a person yeah. it's a photograph and it's realistic. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, cartoon character doing, 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 doing. Yeah. and then and you get better and better you know and basically actually the, to my understanding of the valley is that as you get closer to realistic the thing becomes more relatable mm. mm -hmm. except at the last minute where it just drops off steeply so where you get kind of polar express so there's somewhere there's a point where you go beyond a cartoon yeah. and into a sort of a simulation but then that simulation yeah. kind of suddenly it starts triggering our kind of oh that's like a human but I don't know sick or something yeah. Yeah. maybe they're a little it's bit pale or a little bit it's like yeah. stop motion like um I just watched the Isle of Dogs like oh yeah it's kind of creepy actually because they actually use like I'd say it looks like real fur and everything like for the dogs for mm -hmm. example and like the humans they're actually very human the expressions and it's kind of creepy mm -hmm. I thought it was yeah. really creepy but yeah. Yeah, the way I like to think about it is kind of like, it's, it's when something is human, but it's not human enough. Mm. And so you're, you're left feeling like something's wrong. Yeah, so in Savannah's case, it was more like, less uncanny valley, because she wasn't trying to make them look like people. No, no. But it's more like they, they, <laughs> they were somewhere between cartoon props and real objects, because uh -huh. they had real uh -huh. lighting and uh -huh. they really existed in the world. So there was something there as well that made them, because it's quite you know because it's quite moody lighting. Yeah. Right? If it was sitcom bright, they would have been much more cartoony. Okay. Yes, it, I see. Because it's sort of moody. Okay, I get you. Now. Yes. Yeah. Okay, I get yeah. that. Uh huh. Okay. I say, but I mean, it's not a criticism. It's more like a. Well, partly it was wasn't what I thought it was going to be, okay. which is a great <laughs> surprise. And you know, it's a strong look. Mm. Yeah. Actually, I think that's, yeah, that's interesting. Because so in that regards, it's kind of like, from my understanding, what you're saying, Daniel, is that the environment and the universe that the fruit exists in is real because of the way that it's been shot, because of the lighting. Mm. But we can clearly distinguish the fact that there's, there's this feeling of unease or weirdness about it because even though the universe is supposed to be real, the fruits uh, exist in that universe. Mm -hmm. And it's... Um, it's odd for us because we know fruits as not having faces, yeah. emotions, mm -hmm. and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Also, she didn't. She, I mean, she was somewhere between. She she could mm. have been absolutely yes. surprised. And yes. Been, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Which would have been a bit boring. <laughs> or she could have done the. Well, you are my special fruit friends. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, she kind of it was perfectly normal for her mm. which is also a little bit uncanny yeah, which is quite nice <laughs> it's kind of, yeah, yeah uh, so maybe the reason her boyfriend left her because she's because she's mental <laughs> <laughs> maybe she just prioritised my fruits before my boyfriend well yeah. <laughs> you get talking to the fairies talking to the fruits um, so for my project I was doing uh the video about the meat market and McDonald's and kind of mm. trying to create a, a, hippo, a hypocritical irony and a parallel between people who are okay to chow down on McDonald's but 
can't stand the side of meat being slaughtered was the general concept of the idea um i was pretty i was pretty happy with the way it turned out i think it is one of definitely one of the more ambitious endeavors um of filming that i've done Mm -hmm. um in terms of concept and in terms of like the way it's shot um and i think that it was manageable um and the process was significantly more streamlined than it i've worked on in my own past uh, experiences because I worked so hard in the planning stage you know I had created um, you know a shot list of things to work with I'd created a storyboard I'd created um, beats um, in, in, in a loose script uh, and I think that really helped with a shooting it shooting it in time and also editing it right okay um, well Sean did you see yeah, I watched, well? I watched there. Okay, so tell us, you give us some feedback on his one. No, so basically also what I liked is that it was relatable because, mm. like, you know, especially when you live in Hong Kong and then, and then like, you know, these meat markets, is like a signature of Hong Kong. Mm. And so that's what I really liked. I really liked the visual aspects. Like, mm. I like the shot where he, like, where you go into the meat market and then afterwards, like, all these, like, the footage. Um, it's like a, oh, like like a little montage, yeah, kind of thing with, like, all the disgusting like raw <laughs> foods but then yeah when you go to like eat mcdonald's it's literally meat as well which is where like mm. that's how the raw like images that you shot previously is relating to that i guess and yeah like it's just i don't know like i feel like it's the the really like um traditional culture vs like the new yeah. generation of like people like who will just to show. Not, yeah. processed food can yeah I, basically sorry. I guess yeah, can I ask you yeah. it what aspect did you not like about it and like be completely honest because like I'm learning from that I think feedback that criticism is important for me as well was there an aspect that you didn't like about it was there something that really kind of that while you were watching you were like I'm not too sure how I feel about this um well I th- I, I can know. give you one. Yeah. I was yeah. slightly, I thought some of the storyline didn't quite hold mm. because in a way, like the, there was something about selling the hunger. Yeah. Uh, I think you took, took it a bit from as red because you, you, I mean, we did the thing with the fridge and I didn't kind of get much urgency out of that. And then you got kind of revolted. Yeah. And the thing, maybe it's just me, but to me, once you're revolted, maybe that means losing your appetite. And so then you lose mm. the, mm-hmm. you know, if, if the whole point is you desperately need something to eat, you're trying, yeah. casting around, yeah. looking for something to eat, um, then that needs no. amplification. For sure. I, I actually, the one aspect that I, that I was unsatisfied with when I was in the editing suite was I realized the transition between the meat market and the McDonald's, there needs to be some, it's missing something there. And I think that's kind of what you're talking about as well, Daniel. Like it's, it feels like it just jumps from one to the other with no real explanation. Um, not enough time to really develop maybe this feeling of hunger or, or a way to cohesively connect uh, the first half to the second half of the, of the video. If you'd done another scene in between them, Mm. Tell me what would like if assume so he's hungry, he's looking around, he's yeah. looking for food. If you'd done a scene where he saw a McDonald's in the distance, yeah, would that have been 
like what was the mood of seeing that McDonald's mm. be? What was what's the so in my mind, um, the way I had visualized it was I wanted to after where my character throws up and is kind of sitting there looking forlorn and looking defeated. Um, I had also envisioned possibly um, getting my character to like walk the streets um, in like a daze, in like a hunger, in like a in a very lethargic kind of way, just kind of yeah. losing it, losing, energy, yeah, exactly. Like, and you know, I wanted to visually represent like seeping energy with with the um, monochromatic um, when it when it turned into black and white. Mm. Um, so that was in addition to that, and then seeing McDonald's, the idea I wanted was pan up and then uh, have like a halo Angel. effect, angels, hallelujah, hail Mary, like ah, uh, kind of into mm-hmm. choir sound and then cut into the blue Dunn of Right. Which is a fun yeah. scene. I mean, you could have almost done that. As a I was thing thinking about it as well, yeah. Um, it oh, on man, its own. That was a brutal thing to film. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Yeah, I, oh, man. But that's the thing and somehow... A little bit like the problem is was, did, yeah. Uh, I didn't feel like he was hungry just yeah. before that. I felt yeah. like he was throwing up, kind of yes. grossed out at that point, which is was tricky. So yes. So maybe that's the the shot because mm. I mean could have could have been the other way. Could have been like, well, I need something. I guess I will finally resort to McDonald's For sure. as a back. You know, is is McDonald's the holy grail? Mm-hmm. Which is more or less what you're describing. And for, uh, absolutely. And for me, you know, for the story, it, it is. It, it's it's supposed to be. And I think uh, I would like to, in the future, revisit it and possibly um, make some alterations to that to to more uh, make that point more apparent and more effective. Because I agree with you. I think it was missing something. I heard you talking at one point about doing different cuts. Mm. Did you ever try any of those? Unfortunately, no. We got. So, I mean, <laughs> Sav and I got so swept up with other projects. I, I wanted to actually shoot additional footage, which I never even got around to doing that, to then add in for additional cuts. Um, I have not had the time to look into that yet. Hmm. No, fair enough. Mm. I mean, I, I would say, I mean, it's you'd, you'd be lucky to, right? Yes, I, mean, it's, I, it's I agree. It's all very nice to talk about of the director's course. cut, but the director's cut of something at, this, mm. at, 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 yeah. at that level is pretty... Uh, Difficult to distinguish. Oh, absolutely. Like if you could do a better cut, do a better cut. Absolutely. You know? um, that's what deadlines are for, right? Right. Because otherwise, nothing's ever finished. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, all right. Let's say then maybe, Shalina, if you can tell us a bit about what you've been doing while you've been here. Uh, so at first, you know, the first week I got into it. Since I'm just doing Monday to Wednesday, like, I don't have as much time, I guess, to like really work on a project and I think and I've been getting a lot of work like Harry gave quite a bit of research to do and um, like the digitizing and then we and then I had to like translate the uh, A.S. Watson um, video so like I feel like I've been doing a lot of productive APV work Mm. Um, and so that's why I guess I'm like happy with that because I really get to yeah yeah, but then in terms of like my personal projects I've actually, well, I've said that I was working on my YouTube and I shot a video last week and I edited like half of it, but mm-hmm. I'm super swept up into in my applications as well. And so I don't, like, I feel really bad that I'm not um, as consistent as I used to be, but 
you know, like applications have mm -hmm. to come first. And so, yeah, I'm kind of in that at the moment. But I'm working on, well, actually one of the applications is requiring for me to make like a two to five minute video and like Sab's gonna help me um, make it. And it's just like something to show um, about, it's, it's a video to show who I am without actually being in the video. Like I have to make a creative video. But that's like, yeah. part of the brief? Yeah, that's part of the brief. That's one of the videos that they're asking. So mm -hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll be working on that, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well that, no, that's not a bad project. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, it's, it's very similar to the kind of, in, uh, or certainly some of the idea behind yeah. some of these interview. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah initial, exactly, right? yeah. exactly. So, you know, express this person. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously having a second set of eyes. Yeah, um, exactly. It's good. Yeah. Um, are you happy for that to be your project nice. next yeah don't you have don't you also have to do your oh that, other yeah that's like a 30 second we can help each other out it's that uh, smuggler video remember when we were in the room for and to, for me to introduce myself to introduce myself oh to the smuggler video. the yeah, yeah, company yeah. right right mm -hmm. so that's yeah, we'll just that's help each other project, out but yeah we can yeah mm -hmm. that's all very good yeah because you can't rely on Kate. <laughs> unfortunately not leaving. i'm leaving leaving at the You're end of the ditching week us. i know it's been so. uh it's been a completely incredible, I've been here, this is my 12th week, so three months now. Wow. And I've been super fortunate to have learned so much and to have done a lot. Um, actually, um, thanks to Angela, uh, I actually managed to get my first book published, mm -hmm. which I think is super exciting. So did Savannah, actually. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you too, Savannah. Um, so that's cool. You know, I can walk away saying, you know... Um, my three months here at APV have culminated with an actual product that I can show people that I can be proud about, mm. i.e. a book. And also proud about my McDonald's video as well. Mm. Um, also uh, produced a song. So, you know, I've yeah. been lucky. I've been lucky and, and very busy working on multiple different projects for multiple different things. Yeah. And going on set, that's like a really yeah, big, and great experience. Being on set, well. not even once or twice. Be, yeah. I've been on set multiple times yeah. now. Um, and just kind of learning from you know, uh, industry professionals from you know, the best of the best. Um, it's cool. The well, Hong Kong elite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, but shooting is heightened experience, right? Yeah, it's absolutely. Like a lot happens, it has to happen quickly. 100%. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's kind of a bit more intense, so that you, mm. know, you have to learn or you get left behind, right? Um, but that's, that's all good. So yeah, so you know, thanks okay. APV. So what's happening next? Um, well, right now we're <laughs> so Keaton's made a rap song. So on the weekend we decided <laughs> to shoot. Sort of dressed like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to call it. Banana boy. Banana boy. Uh, yeah. Banana. Yeah. So <laughs> Banana we boy. shot a video for that over the weekend. Oh really? Yeah. It's going to be it a leaving video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it should. You should screen it. You should yeah, screen yeah, 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 it. Yeah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my. How billion You don't know what his rapper name is? Uh, let me try and guess. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> mm, oh. Yeah. No, I haven't got anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, this whole thing came about when one day for lunch, two weeks ago, Sav and I walked in the streets of Wan Chai, finding food. And I can't remember how we came into this. It was this. the posters. There were posters. Uh, the that's right. And there was a little bow there. 
And I was like, oh, we were talking about it. And I'm like, oh, wouldn't that be a funny, a funny rapper name, Lil Bal? And I and uh, came back into the studio, came back into the office, uh, the edit suite. I was editing my video and I was trying to find an appropriate soundtrack uh, or or an appropriate sound bite for that Hail Mary Hallelujah Angel Choir Ha Him kind of mm. sound for the McDonald's video. So I typed in Holy, and one of the first results that I got um, was a, a a beat, a royalty free beat called Holy Water, and I was listening to it and. Um, I'm the type of person that really likes to start a project. And so, um, MC starts. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I was listening to this thing and I just thought it'd be hilarious just to say random Chinese words and Cantonese words. And, um, and yeah, it devolved into me actually earnestly trying to spend a week of my, my time whenever I had free time to craft this song, which I did. Yeah. And so we decided why not make a music video for it? Why not actually make it a thing? Um, which I think can relate to my fun fact as well. Okay. We yeah, went to that. So there's this Facebook group that my cousin invited me two months ago. It's called Subtle Asian Traits, oh. and uh, it's a huge. It's I can't believe how big it's gotten. Um, so when my cousin invited me two months ago, Subtle Asian Traits Facebook group had about maybe five thousand people in it. In the span of two months, it's grown to five hundred thousand, half a mil. No and way. Yeah, now it's like six hundred. Yeah, six hundred. No way. And it's continuously growing. It's huge. And so this whole so subtlety is growing. Su- subtlety, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it basically the 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 web page is it was originally intended and still is used as just a, a forum or a place where people can post memes and kind of relate to some of our idiosyncrasies growing up as Asians. In, yeah. in, a, in a household whether that's in Asia or whether that's for a lot of us in like Australia the US the UK and we thought that Lil Bao and my song Bao Gang with an accompanying music video would actually traction wise do quite well on this platform on yeah. this page oh, because yeah. you know though my lyrics that I <laughs> that I wrote um, for it and also the fact that you know it's an Asian face I think kind of speak to a lot of a lot of identities similar to myself Even and so, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah um, and you know a lot of the a lot of the concepts that I talk about are, you know like yit hey growing up with like uh, Chinese superstitions kind of these, you know, well. these yeah. things and so yeah you know I, 12 I, things you'd have to be Singaporean exactly to understand, to understand. and so you know um, I, I figured it would be a good a good opportunity to to post it on there yeah. um, to see just how much traction it can gain for a community that you know, for this page which is built specifically for a certain type of community, mm-hmm. and this song, I'm part of that community, and I tried speaking out to that community. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty excited to see what the results are yeah. like. So what's, um, what's what's what state are we in? When, editing when stage. So okay. yeah. maybe like you're gonna try and get it out before you go. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's the goal. So Thursday, I think. Yeah, you'll find that. Oh, I know. It, 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 it's a timely thing. It needs to be. That's why um, I'm, yeah. I'm fingers crossed. And so, you know, the ultimate goal would be when I land back in Sydney Airport, I have a book in my hands, my book in my hands, plus my song playing on the internet waves all Lol. across the world. That, no, but that's insane. That's the goal. That's, that's the goal. And the lawsuit. And the lawsuit. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> So, you have your groupies there waiting you know, for you. That's that's the um, that's the dream, um, and yeah, that's my fun fact. This uh, Facebook page is a as a way to yeah, write no, honestly, popular. Like, fun fact, enormous self-publishing. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Oh, I'm shameless. 100%. Follow follow Bao Gang, Lil 
Bow Gang by Lil Bow, and also buy my book Ren on Amazon. Google my name, Peter Chung. Can we get t-shirts with your face on Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've got socks coming as well. Okay. Socks. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay. I love the fact that you pointed at the microphone. Oh, because so, people need that? to know. It's extra emphasis. Well, Buy yeah, my book. People need Feel to know. The air. You can hear it. It's like when you smile, you can hear it. When you point at the microphone, you can also Oh my god. Intensity. Yeah. So are we doing fun facts now? Uh, we are doing fun facts. Okay, so fun fact. Well, I'm going to say this fun fact because I'm really into like vegetables. <laughs> cool. I don't know, like, I mean, as you guys know, like, I always try to go for the vegetarian option. And, you know, like at home, I'll just have that for dinner, like vegetables. So basically, I found out that, um, for example, if you cook greens or like mushrooms, like it's good to eat it like right after cooking it. But if you keep it, like store it in the fridge overnight and then you want to eat it the next day, it's actually really bad. Like it, they release toxins and like it's it can actually give like it's like one of the like it can, can lead to cancer basically. Cut faces. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's like it's it can be like an instigator for like cancer for example like because really? yeah like because actually so vegetables like green vegetables have a lot of nitrate nitrate which is like a good thing for your body like it's like good to like cleanse your like uh, blood your whatever your blood flow but then when you leave it overnight and then the next day it'll be like nitrate which Trunks. is nitrate, nitrate, yeah, I don't, okay, but it's like, actually, like, that's really bad for you, like, that, you shouldn't eat that, like, it's, yeah, so now I'm gonna try not to keep my vegetables in the fridge, <laughs> I'm just gonna yeah. eat everything. <laughs> oh. uh, do you not find that these things seem to be, uh, you get a lot of them, like, some days, some, some people go, it's good to, yeah, good but to I eat mean, vegetables straight away. It's good to leave them in a box. It's good yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, I, I know there's so many things like that. Like, at first, when I was like, I don't believe this and all, but it's like scientifically like proven. But this is the thing. But it's a problem with science journalism, right? That somebody does a study somewhere and they find yeah. a small amount of an increase in the chemical. But by the time it reaches journalism, yeah. it's. I mean,. Also, because like a, there's been there's been a case where there was actually this woman who had cancer, and then her son like and she died of cancer, and then the son was like, I need to find the source, like why, like she was fine and everything, and then they they also kind of connected it to that, but like obviously like you know people like the whole world they've been always eating like leftovers like and not not everyone has cancer, so it just depends on like who is eating like if their immune system it's is worse. Though, it's it's kind of like want, a want it's I mean like. But also, it's true that meat <laughs> is true. like meat Fair is enough. really bad. Like it's, um, well, it's it's kind of proven in like, um, for example, like Okinawa, like there's like a, <laughs> in like Okinawa, there's right. like a community where people they literally eat, like, they don't eat any meat. They have like they eat, like in their diet there's two percent like fish like mm. stuff like that, and seventy percent of their diet consists of like sweet potato, and they'll have like three percent rice. They have like just really sweet potato and other the grains and everything and they actually like one of the they're part of the blue zones which are um the populations in the world that actually live the longest so like they live like 90 mm. plus years and also like i guess you know it's it really depends on like i, I just, know, I, just I, I feel like food science particularly is one of these weird areas where yeah. it's very difficult to know when yeah you're of course like, yeah like you've got all the citations you need yeah, I mean, it's just, it depends, I think, also on, like, your, like, immune system, your, how your body operates, how it, it what it's used to, and stuff like that, so, 
just depends, I guess. Fair enough. Well, my interesting fact, actually, seeing as you bring up, because I thought it was interesting that you said greens and mushrooms. Yeah. Because they're really different, right? On yeah. a cellular level, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. they're like a different kingdom. Mm -hmm, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and the, my fun fact is that they found another another kingdom, right? So oh. animal, vegetable, fungi, fungi, and this other thing that they found in some dirt somewhere. Mm. And it's it's more different from animals than it than animals are from funguses. Wow! wow. So it's but so far. What, what the hell? It? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like a, it's like a microbe thing. It, oh, looks, it looks like you know how some microbes have got kind of flagella, like yeah. sort of yeah. whiskers that they brush around. Yeah, yeah. This has got flagella, but they're all kind of floppy. They don't Basically, it looks like sort of a, like a, a clam with whiskers. Oh, oh but, it, but it's microscopic. But it's microscopic. But still, like, imagine like this like stuff crawling yeah. around. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you shouldn't eat them because they're. Endangered, I guess. There's not many of them. Oh, okay, I thought you were just, I thought you were just <laughs> like it's dangerous for us. Also. That's why you don't eat them. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, sorry, I, I I interrupted the flow. What's your fun fact? Okay, so I always have trouble with these ridiculous fun facts. So it is Guns and Roses week in Hong Kong. So why? Because they are coming here and yeah, you didn't know that. No. They're here for two nights. It's like posters everywhere because it's ridiculous at the fact that they're even a it's thing true. still. So I just well, wanna... It's the Chinese democracy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, why did I not think of that? <laughs> Chinese democracy was their latest album. And it was, it was the one that took a really long time to come. Oh yeah, it was just, it, you know. Anyway, I just find it interesting that they're still kind of doing this thing considering the history between Axl Rose and Slash and it was just like whenever it was Guns N' Roses on tour before it was Gun it was Axl Rose and a bunch of newbies behind him, mm. but I think this tour it's like everyone so I think that's why it's kind of a big deal reunion tour reunion tour but then again who knows what's really gonna happen so well I assume the people who are gonna come are gonna come but yeah but you know. That's all I have to say, that Guns N' Roses Thank is you. here. Yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, Guns N' Roses still exists. <laughs> yes. Still not relevant. Still not relevant. No, no one knows. Like, you didn't even know. Yeah, uh, literally were there, what, what was the first one? Appetite for Destruction? I was, was when I was doing my fifth form year. That was 1985. Yeah, right. Yeah, 1985. Damn, that's a quick calculating, like... Oh no, just because I, that's, but I, I don't know what album came out, but I know that was like where they started. Oh, around, so. yeah, yeah. I see, I see. Yeah. So anyway, Axl Rose. Okay. <laughs> cool. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Ooh, <laughs> we're gonna die. Yeah. Welcome to the end of the podcast. <laughs> see that November rain. All right. Okay. Any problems, crises, neuroses? Um, mm, not at the moment, right. but Keaton, you should say goodbye. Yeah. By uh, <laughs> by the Big AP. To all seven of our yeah. listeners. <laughs> Thank you, all seven listeners. Um, tune in next week for another, I am sure, exciting intern 
APV podcast. Ooh, sell it, baby. Oh. I'm going to be here, so it's going to oh. be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn! Um, but what you can do to support us is if you go on Amazon, Google Ren, and then my name, and then oh buy my book. Oh my god. <laughs> to support if you've enjoyed us. this podcast, buy my book. Buy my book. Link in the description below. <laughs> it's a photo book. <laughs> I'm not gonna put mine in just because I have some, you know. I thought you were still doing your cover. It's ridiculous. Amazon hates me, but pretty much. <laughs> I don't know, right? Yeah. All right. I'm sure it's not personal. Go no. buy it, Ryan. Okay. Do you bye. Want to